I think at the previous mass, the comments I received that was people were not really be able to pick up what I was saying from that pedestal. So I thought I will try something new. This is the first time I'm standing in front of people and giving a sermon this way. Today's readings in a way are connected. And the theme that is connecting the theme, I mean the readings, are what is it that can stop us from focusing on God? We are called to focus on God. He is the person that we live our lives for. But what would stop us from actually doing that? So in order to do this, I will do two things. I will use the principle and foundation as a um, theme that will run through to explain the readings. And the second that I will use three anecdotes, one for each reading. When we talk about the principle and foundation, and today happens to be the feast of St. Ignatius of Loyola, the founder of the Jesuits, and he has his spiritual exercises, which is also known as the month retreat. And he begins the retreat, the exercises, with an exercise known as the principle and foundation. And the principle and foundation simply states this, that we have been created to praise, to reverence, and to serve God. And all that we have should help us achieve this. So nothing is either good or bad. It is how we use it to this end that is important. And therefore, he calls us to have a disposition of indifference, which means I treat everything as neutral. If it is helping me reach God, even if the world considers it bad, it is not bad. Because what we are trying to do is reach God, and that is helping me reach God. The second is regarding the anecdotes. For those who have attended the 8.30 a.m. Mass that I've presided over will realize that I'm very fond of a particular author known as Tony DeMello, no, Anthony DeMello. And he has, his books contain small, small anecdotes which he uses to explain a particular theme. And that's what I will be using with you. Even though the theme is constant throughout the readings, each anecdote will pull out what is specifically unique to the particular reading that we're going to be talking about. So let's take the first reading. The first reading is all about how we can get so lost in our work that we forget to focus on God. We can be so involved in ourselves that everything I'm doing is for me, for me, for me, that God take, is put in, towards the sideline. And therefore that can cause a problem in our lives because then it leads us to being too caught up in ourselves. And therefore, when we talk about work, the way it is put across, is work should be there. We are called to work, but it should lead to a certain satisfaction. It should lead to a certain joy. It should lead to a certain peace within us. If all our time is only taken up working, working for ourselves, we're going to lose that peace. So in other words, we are called to work, but there's also a time when we can sit back and enjoy ourselves and also help us relate with God better. So the first anecdote. A businessman was walking down the beach. It was around two in the afternoon and he sees a man on his boat sitting and just lazing around over there. And he goes up to him and he says, uh, what are you doing? He's saying, I'm relaxing. He's saying, why don't you take your boat out and go fishing? Because if you catch more fish, you'll get more money, you can buy more boats. At the end of the day, you'll have a fleet of boats and you'll have a lot of wealth beyond all telling. And you'll really be happy. So this man says, if I do that, what am I supposed to do after that? He says, then you can just sit back 
and enjoy yourself. To which this man says, what do you think I'm doing right now? It is not about going all around to come back to the simple thing of just being happy. We can be happy with the things we have, but it is all about how we use our work to develop a fourfold relationship. A good relationship with God, a good relationship with others, a good relationship with nature, and above all, a better relationship with ourselves. So when we take the principle and foundation in the context of this reading, we come down to the most important thing is that our work should help us relate in a better way to praise God, to reverence God, and above all, to serve God. The second reading, in a way, takes it to a little uh, different perspective, which is what happens when we are so involved in ourselves is we lose track of things in our life. And therefore, we get addicted to external things, and sometimes we allow the internal things to affect us too. So if my mind is so much on myself, then I can get lost in what St. Paul says, things like passion, things like greed, things like desires, because deep down, I am searching for something. And what St. Paul, I know a reading like this can very often be taken and said, Paul is condemning the things of the world. St. Paul is not condemning the things of the world. What he's trying to get us to see is what is our attitude to the things in our life? Do we, are we in control of the things or do those things control us? That's all St. Paul is asking us to do. So there's nothing wrong in having. It is how do we use it for God's purpose? So the second anecdote is that some of the disciples saw their master walking in the courtyard. And they came up to the master and they said, Master, is it possible for a person to be wealthy and holy at the same time? And the master's reply was simply, it is if money has that effect on the heart as a shadow on the ground. And they were a little confused and when they looked at the courtyard, they saw the shadow sweeping across without disturbing a speck of dust. There's nothing wrong in having things. But if that is what controls us and that's what affects us, then we are in a problem. And that's what St. Paul is trying to get us to look at. Not to condemn it, but to make sure that our attitude towards it is right. That we are able to use things for God's purpose and not be used by the things that we have. The third reading is the Gospel, which in a way puts things in a nutshell. It kind of put things back into perspective for us. And it is about hoarding. When there's a lot happening in our life with concentrating only on ourselves and wanting to have certain things, what happens is a, a tendency to feel a certain amount of emptiness. And therefore, people start to hoard. There's a tendency to hoard because they're trying to fill up an internal void. And it doesn't work all the time. Because what we are called to do is to have such a disposition that we're just happy. That if everything, we look at everything as a gift from God, and if things don't happen the way we want or are taken away from us, we still consider it a gift from God. And so, the third anecdote is simply a diamond merchant goes to meet a holy man in the forest because he wanted to basically get a certain amount of spiritual dialogue with this person. And in the course of their conversation, the master or this holy man just picks up a rock and shows him and he says, you know, it's, what you're talking about is something like this. I was walking in the forest 
and I found this rock. And this diamond merchant was shocked. He's like, do you know what you have in your hand? And he was like, this? This is an ordinary rock. He says, what you have in a hand is a diamond and it's worth millions of dollars. So this person was literally shocked and he's like, this stone, you want it, take it. And this diamond merchant was excited. I mean, imagine getting a diamond worth millions of dollars for free. But when he went to his room that night to sleep, he couldn't sleep. He was very disturbed. He was experiencing a certain amount of anxiety, very tensed. And the next morning, he goes back to the master and he hands him the diamond and says, take this diamond, keep it. I don't want it. What I want from you is the joy with which you gave me the diamond in the first place. That's all about letting go. That's what happens when we let go. We're just happy to have things in our life because everything is considered a gift from God. And therefore, what the principle and foundation states, we're called to have the disposition of indifference, to have an attitude of indifference, to say everything exists for one purpose in my life, and that is to praise, reverence, and serve the Lord. So to put things in summary, the first reading is talking about how things we can be so involved in working that we forget God and we focus on ourselves. And that sometimes can lead to a lot of external and internal factors influencing us, which finally leads to us trying to fill up a certain void in our life, which doesn't always happen. So the grace we can pray for is the grace to always appreciate everything in our lives and consider it a gift from God. And if it's a gift from God, it's a gift that he can take away anytime. And that we're always able to use these things to praise, reverence, and to serve the Lord. Amen.